friend burst out laughing and he walked out and I said, like, what the heck is this guy laughing at? Dude, I look up, there's a guy in the next stall covering himself, <laughs> going like that, dude. <laughs> Welcome back to the Arrow Podcast. I'm interviewing uh, my brother's producer, I guess you can say, right? Can I say that? Or yeah, no? I would say that. And one of my brother's producers. One of, and one of the many. Well, I'm Truman. I uh, I produce beats. I'm, I'm pretty new to it. I've been doing it for about two years now. Um, Bree's been pretty much one of my first artists that I started working with. Now I'm working with a few more, but he's been there since the start. We've seen the progress from... Uh, Try to speak on this part of it. On this part? There we go. Yeah, there you go. Gang! Damn. <laughs> Gang! Um, but yeah, he's been there since the start. Um, watched me just learn the fundamentals of making beats to, to where I'm at now. Um, still got a long ways to go, though. You used to be a rapper, too. You so, want to talk a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah. That I was will, the start of the music. I want to start off by asking, how did you how did you two meet? Uh, we actually went to high school together, but we never talked in high school. Um, it was after high school. I hit him up one night. It was like 12 at night. Just Cause, randomly? Yeah, because I knew he made music and I made music too. He was pretty much the only one in town that I knew how, he made music. How'd you know he made music? Uh, just through Instagram. Like, I saw one of his Instagram posts. It was the first one you ever posted. <laughs> like, that, uh, free, that was black and white. It was just, oh, it was I fire. Fall in love too easily. Fall yeah, it was that one. It was that one. I saw, him, I saw that video and then I hit him up. And had him come through and record some verses. He literally was just like, yo, you trying to hop on the song? I was like, yeah, when? He's like, right now. I was like, bet. So I just longboard there, and we made a track. And the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't even know we lived just a couple blocks away from each other literally. until that night. One thing I, I really disliked about you is he'd call, like, around that time at night, it'd always be, hey, bro, yo, can you give me a ride? I was like, where to? I need to go to teachers. I was like, bro, that's like five blocks <laughs> from here. Just walk, dude. Just walk. Longboard. Yeah, those were the good old days. And then, yeah, after that, we started hanging out a lot. We were making uh, tons of music pretty much every single night. Um, there was a good stretch where we would stay in there for like three, four hours and just make music all night. What, every night. What made you want to uh, do beats? Um, well, I did start off, like my first musical instrument was ever was the guitar like in middle school mm-hmm. and then once i got into that then i started rapping a little bit with this guy and then that just wasn't exactly my thing and it kind of led me though into the beats mm-hmm. um we got snowed in one winter and i had a keyboard in fl studios and thought might as well just start learning. this guy was supposed to start with me and he never finished on the beats Dude, but the, <laughs> it's just crazy though because when he when we first started making music he just had what you just had your computer and a Yeti and a Yeti mic, a big old school Yeti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then now I mean he has a whole setup. Oh. Pretty dope. Two mics, guitars, you name it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it sucks yeah. though. I actually do not have my guitar right now. Oh, no guitar. Not my guitar right now. And you have the other one, I think. The acoustic one still, right? Do I? Oh I yeah, 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 the little red one. Yeah, yeah I do. Do you play other anything else other than guitar? No, girls. guitar is pretty much the only thing. He plays girls. Yeah, I guess <laughs> you could say that too. <laughs> On certain occasions. The uh no guitar is like the only real instrument I've known how to play. I mean, I play the drum pads. 
um, a bit, and I really want to learn how to like fully play the piano because uh, the keys are a really big part of making beats. What doesn't Brandon teach? One or two teachers. Um, you don't have patience. I don't have patience. Fuck, like, I'm done. <laughs> basically, patience. But anyways, no. um, I do play a mean cowbell. Hey, you're so dope. And Kazu too. Y'all know how to Kazu? No. You know what Kazu is? No, it's like the little. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but you know it. Can't you play the harmonica? Kazu. <laughs> no, this okay, guy's crazy. Fit. He plays all the instruments. I really want to learn how to play the actual drums, like the actual drum set. Play a little bit. A little bit, huh? A little bit. A little, a little bit of everything. That's the only instrument I know how to play. Drums. The drums. Well, I know the piano, but I just look up YouTube videos and watch the video like a hundred times just to get like five, like thirty seconds of the song. So because I play piano, I can play a little bit of bass, and I can play a little bit of guitar. I know a couple chords on guitar, which makes it easy. But when it comes to freestyling on the guitar for beats, I do be going pretty ham on that. Like when we connect it. <laughs> so that reminded me the other day I was a guitar center and I was, and I was playing the drums and I told my I told my wife I was like oh record me because in my head I was like damn this sounds pretty good but I looked back at it I was off beat I didn't hit any like any like <laughs> you were in the pocket it was bad you I was like oh never mind delete it <laughs> and I was showing off because there was a little kid like standing behind the door and he was just looking at me and I'm going but yeah it was it was pretty bad <laughs> this guy thought he was going ahead. where do you see yourself going with this uh, with the beats? Yeah. Um, well, what are right your now, goals, your main goals for now? My goals for this year are just to grow my YouTube where I post mm -hmm. all of my beats and then just start selling more beats and turn it into a career. Uh, what, uh, what's your YouTube channel called? Uh, it's just Truin. It's just T-R-E-W-I-N. So there you go. For, for those of you listening that <clears throat> want some beats, go to Truin on YouTube and there's... How many have you posted? Uh, 46 right now, and then this year I want to try and post 160 in one year span. And then I also want to branch out too from just working with artists. I want to work mm -hmm. with like YouTube channels and stuff, like use my pieces like background music or which is what I'm gonna be doing exactly. And and actually, since I'm since I'm gonna be doing daily vlogs, I'm also I'm, I'm gonna yeah. use more. No, exactly. I wanna. Do more stuff like that because I feel like a lot of my beats would be good yeah. for stuff like that, and not only just artists. And I also do want to bring out like a little beats EP this this year, mm -hmm. like, maybe on Spotify and Apple Music. You should also try to get into some playlists like the chill, oh um, yeah, like the lo-fi shit that they do. Yeah, the lo-fi playlist that would be dope. One of my Wait. beats is on a lo-fi playlist, and that's the one that's doing really well. Better, so what yeah. does that mean? What, what, if you go on, if you go on YouTube and you literally just look up and, chill mm -hmm. lo-fi hip hop, they just have like a twenty-four-seven radio station of just lo-fi. Oh, that's beats. like a that. Oh, you I didn't know you can put your your beat on that. Yeah, and you can also put them on Spotify. There's a lot of there, there's a lot of playlists with like thousands of followers, but they just put beats mm, on there. I've actually know. If you like to put it. No, I didn't know you could. Wait, do you just post them on there? Or I thought you had to get them no. reposted on there. Yeah, no, you. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, you can reach out to the playlist on on Instagram, and then they'll hook you up with putting your songs on that playlist. But I mean, they have to be posted on Spotify first. But you have to post them. You have oh, to pay yeah. them. Uh, sometimes they'll just tell you. But yeah, I mean, a lot of shit. Yeah, pay people. 
the game board. Yeah, pay to play. Basically, though, if it was to use your B, you, you, you pay producers to use their B. Ah, I lost my train of thought. I have some questions here. You gotta get like a little music. I have, <laughs> I have, I have Brandon's oh, podcast yeah. already here, but since he told me that, he told me if I want to do a podcast, like, hey, why not? Um, so I'm gonna just ask some of the questions I was gonna ask you. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, you're here, you can answer them too, but don't feel like <laughs> it's okay. You want to Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I just. Uh, why do you think it's your calling to be a, a producer? Um, it was weird because I never would have expected to see myself in any like music at all. If you would have asked me like in middle school and high school, I never would have just saw myself going this route. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I tend to really enjoy. She was a jock. Yeah, I was. I was an athlete. <laughs> I was. I played sports like my whole life. Until I was 20, 21, that's all I did was play sports. So it's just a, it's a different switch up for me, but I think it's a good fit. It's definitely been like uncomfortable, mm-hmm. an uncomfortable switch at some times. But over time, the more I'm in the industry and around creative people and friends, it's getting more comfortable and stuff. Yeah, and, and my brother mentioned to me the other day how you, I think he asked you to make a beat and, and, and you send it to him, but it was like a very like, a slow B and like he felt the vibe and he asked you if like you had something going on like oh yeah and, and, and you told him that you were so feel this way and yeah. uh, and then that would be yeah definitely it's so, helps me figure out how I'm feeling even if I don't know how I'm feeling you use like, it to like distract like to take stuff off your chest yeah for sure because um, all my beats are so different day to day like one day it'll be something slow and chiller someday it'll be like crazy and fucking mm-hmm. like let's get fucking crunk or something and i yeah. feel like sometimes i feel like sometimes like it isn't even on purpose either like you just start making music and it's just what feels right at the moment like, and those are the know. the beats that come out the best yeah sample you're like this okay. is nice and the more the time is just kind of tells people how you're feeling just just like with rap you know you make mm-hmm. music according to what you feel but yeah you know, you know this guy played uh college baseball did you really yeah, no, I played college baseball for, for two years. Wait, are you guys in the same grade? Yeah. You're older than me, though, Wait, right? then how? Yeah. Nobody's older than me. It's just because I had that weird summer birthday, like, but... Oh, okay. In the summer, I could have been the super young guy. Or how like, was that, playing for college? Bro, they don't take that shit like a serious? fucking game. They no. take it really serious, yeah. It was a lot. We would um, fucking work out every day. How Four week? in the morning. Yeah, we had a week called Hell Week where they were literally just trying to make you puke, and it was not fun. Like, but so it's definitely been a big switch. I mean, I still work out and like to like play sports. I was playing basketball, so I broke my fucking ankle. How'd you break your ankle? Uh, I landed on someone's foot like after jumping. It's the worst thing you can do. Twisted it completely. Wait, what were you doing? Playing baseball or what? No, I was playing basketball. I was playing like a pickup game of basketball. Oh. And then they told him he had to stop being being active. They told him he had to stop being active. But I think that whole two weeks, we literally just played disc golf like crazy. <laughs> Wait, no, it wasn't when I went with you guys, right? No, I think that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think I remember you saying that your your foot was. Like, it was like, <laughs> I mean, okay. hey, it's all better now, so it's fine. A year later, who got into he got you into disc golf? Well, no, he hit me up one day. He's like, it's sunny. What should we do? And I was like, 
And now I heard of this thing called disc golf. <laughs> you want to play? That was the first time we ever played. Then we just all bought disc golf comps. Then we all kind of got after you lost all of them. Yeah, we fought yeah, in the bushes. In the water. I still have mine. I'm all pretty right. good at it. I, I have know. four, and now I only have two. You still have those? Uh, yeah. Where are they? They're in the garage. Oh. I had them in the green car that I told him. If you don't want to use them. You the green car. I fell asleep while I was driving. <laughs> What'd you hit? A semi truck? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Semi -truck. Oh, no, I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, it was freaking, it was when I just got into the union. It was like two weeks into it. And I was getting freaking used to the, to the schedule because sometimes they tell you, oh, be here by three in the morning, you know. Okay. So I was getting used to the schedule and uh, I, w I don't think I would eat. I wouldn't eat anything. And then but it was the summer, so that like I would be driving my car in traffic. I'm falling asleep. And then the heat. And I was in, in Malpi. I got to the point where I like closed my eyes for like three seconds, and I woke mm -hmm. up. I was like, "Damn, I, I know." I was like, "I need to wake up," but my sleep beat me, and I freaking re-ended it, and I chipped their paint. But my car got totaled. And the, the messed up thing about it is how I woke up. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was like. I didn't get sad or anything. I was like, "Dang, that just happened!" Like, what do I do? So I got like I got off the car. It wouldn't turn on. People are just freaking watching me getting out of the car, trying to push my car out of the oncoming traffic. No but one was helping. No one helped. No one freaking helped. That's the world we live in. And now, I got right? a freaking, what was it? I think it was like a $1,500 ticket. But then I. And no insurance. Oh, that, that makes a little more sense. <laughs> no insurance. But and then the, I, the insurance one's like 500 isn't it? Yeah. So what was the grand for? Huh? What was the grand? I think it was eight hundred. Then, like, no, it was very high. I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but I got three tickets that day. Yeah. But anywho, um, what's one of the hardest things that that you go through as a producer? What are the what are the challenges? The hardest thing is staying consistent, for sure. Because with being a producer, you it's not exactly like being a, like an artist, mm -hmm. where if you want to take little more time probably on one song and I'm trying to pump out as many not as many beats as I can in a week but you know three to four really good beats yeah. and then obviously sometimes you get stuck and it can make you just want to step away from it and that was a problem I had last year is I was doing really good all year and then I took a, like a month break from it mm. and it just completely, completely up all my progress mm. so that's like a big goal for me going forward is not to have those breaks and staying consistent. And, and what, do you, what do you do when that does happen, when you end up taking a break? What do you use to like motivate yourself to keep on going? Like, to re-inspire for music? Yeah. I usually find new music to listen to. Um, like, different artists mm -hmm. and something to spark different ideas. Um, sometimes sample packs, too. Like, if I'm looking for samples, like, certain sounds can inspire me for, like, a completely different beat or an idea. Um, but you can find inspiration anywhere. It doesn't always just have to be in music. It could be like, you know, sounds you're hearing in everyday life. Or How about mental battles? The mental battles? Uh, like through music or just mm -hmm. in life? Yeah, we're just in music. In life too, shit. Uh, the mental battles are where it all starts. I mean, you can't push yourself. I mean, no one's going to push you but yourself. Which is... A part I struggled with. I, I feel like I can do a really good job sometimes of really pushing myself and being
being on track and then what happens obviously in real life and you know slows down progress and stuff you go into old habits do stuff you used to do and stuff or not spend your time wisely which is really important yeah and i've struggled with that a lot you get distracted distractions are everywhere yeah one of the biggest thing is my phone dude like I think yesterday, I was editing uh, the blog that I uploaded yesterday. But, dude, I take my phone out, and then I be freaking scrolling through TikTok. I speak scrolling through through Facebook and all this stuff. And then next thing you know, I literally wasted 30 minutes when I could have had that oh, video finished. Yeah, that thing sucks you in. Yeah. Uh, when I went through one of my little... When I was unmotivated, I actually took a break from social media for, like, a month or two. Actually, it might have even been three months. Like, How, How'd that help you? It helped me, like, reset my mind, like, to focus up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can get distracted seeing, like, what other people are doing or yep. what other people are achieving or something. But you also don't realize that some of it's not even real. Like, social media is a very fake place. Cap. Yeah. Captain for the gram. Yeah. And I feel like it really, taking that break made me realize that. I was like, okay, so... Don't worry so much about what other people are doing. Just focus on what I'm doing and what I want to like get it, to. It's all in the mindset. Dude. Exactly. It's crazy. What everybody the has. Do. I feel like everybody has their own journey, so it doesn't even matter what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. It's and it's crazy what your mind can do because there, there's a story that I heard. Uh, I don't. It's not gonna. I don't remember exactly how it went, but um, the story was that a guy went into a. I think it was on a train, I think it was, that he went to fix a, a freezer, I think. He went to go fix a freezer, and uh, as he walked into the freezer, I don't know if you, do the do the freezers at your restaurant, do they lock from the inside, or can you open them? Um, you, you can open them, but I have been at a place where, yeah, you can't open it. Yeah, so this guy's, uh, the freezer that he was working on uh, ended up closing, and it locked on him. So he's in a freezer, and then it started getting colder. And then uh, when he started feeling it was getting colder, he grabbed a notepad or a piece of paper and started writing down, like, his thoughts. Like, oh, it keeps getting colder second by second. Like, it got to the point where um, he, he wrote down, okay, I think this these are going to be my last uh, breaths that I'm going to take. I love you guys. I think he was writing to, I don't know, his family. His eulogy? Um, no, 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 yeah, he was writing down, I think these were my last words, and the crazy thing is that the guy actually ended up passing away, like, he died in there, because... No way. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I think it was a couple days later, um, they opened the freezer up, right, and they looked at, and they thought the guy, they saw the guy laying there, and he was dead, and they were, like, questioning it, and, like, how the hell is this possible if he came here to fix the freezer because it didn't work? He literally... Um, tricked his mind into killing himself. Like the the the, fr- oh, the freezer didn't yeah, work. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I've never heard, I've never heard it's that. It's a true one. story. He gave himself hypothermia. Literally, dude. And, and he was describing that he started shaking more and more, but literally, it, he was there it's to fix it. And nothing happened. That's crazy. Yeah. That kind of happens with depression, though. Low key. Yeah. I feel like if you start going down a hole and you just kind of just. Like, instead of, like, trying to push yourself out of it, you just kind of start embracing the depression. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'm all stressed. They just kind of fall down, and then nobody and can pick yourself up by yourself, you know? So, yeah, it is. That's a very mm. good example. Yeah. What, what did 
since you brought the topic up, I'm assuming you went through depression. So what did you do to get yourself out of it? Because I've been, I've been through it myself too. I just want to hear your point of view. I don't know. I feel like it's, a, it's such a topic there. Well, but people want to hear. What if someone listening to this has well, depression, know. you know? Because I low-key feel like, low-key always depressed. <laughs> like, I don't, how do I tell you, like, you know, there's always... Like depressed, like actually depressed, yeah, depressed, yeah. depressed. Like, like oh. look, like, like, there's people who actually struggle with depression where it's like, it's kind of a daily thing for you. So you have good days and you have bad days. You have days where you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this and that so I don't struggle with this depression that hard. But in those days when you totally just like just kind of just sit there like damn, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like an ongoing thing, and I never even had that like happen to me happen to me until was it? Well, I mean, I, I I went through a really bad phase when I was doing all those drugs and I went through depression, but I never actually had like a mental battle till like I want to say last last year, which when it's just kind of been stuck there like anxiety. Have you ever thought about like I guess meditating? Not meditating, no. praying. Yeah, praying. Yeah. No, praying. Yeah, I mean, I tell myself I want to, but I just you know don't. Because do that that's one of the things that helped me when I I think it was uh, two years ago when I went through this. Dude, it was like you said, it was up and down. One day you feel it, one day you know. It got yeah. to the point where I was literally, uh, I'd go to work and I'd start crying. And I think one of the things, one of the major reasons I was going through depression is because of the job that I was in. And what helped me is I literally told myself, it's like, dude, you literally see yourself doing this week by week by week, day after day after day. Like, I told myself, do you really want to keep going through this? And deep down, none of us want to, right? So I just told myself, I was like, oh, I'm getting out of this job. Like, I'm trying to, I need to get a better job. Like, this is not making me happy. So literally, that when I told myself that, a week later, I started, no, two weeks later, I started working at the union. And by moving up, from where I was working, I was like, dang, like, this is actually helping me. So I just, you just continue to, uh, gotta make the push and try not to let go of that motivation. Cause as soon as that motivation, like, goes, and it happens to everybody, you know, but it's just for you to hope, grab back onto that motivation and keep going. What do you have to say about the topic? TJ. Well, yeah, the, the motivation and I can relate to that. Like it comes, comes and goes, you know, you'll get, like, that motivational spark for, like, two weeks, exactly. three weeks, but to keep it going, because, like you said, yeah, every day is different. One day you're thinking you're on top of the world and you can do anything, and the next day you can feel low in the dirt and just totally throw out all your goals or what you want to get done that day. And and, and I feel like what, what makes it hard is how we look too far ahead of us like i mean for my situation i'd look so far ahead like i'm like damn like why am i uh, why am i here in this job when like literally i can be investing this this time into something else and i would see myself doing what i'd love like want to be doing but dude i i was i was delusional for like three years like um i'd be at i'd be at work I just lost my freaking train of thought. Anyway. No, I can see that, though. Like, sometimes I definitely get caught up way too much about thinking about the future and what's ahead instead of focusing on, like, what's right now. Focusing on the next step. On the next step, step, you know. Because everything's going to happen. You're not going to take huge, giant leaps. You're going to always take little steps to get to those big leaps. 
yeah that's one of the things that i i struggled with with like the little steps you know but those are the most important steps right. that you're going to take you got to take the big goal and break it down into a bunch of little goals was were we talking about? i was delusional like i remember uh, after high school i i didn't work probably until like i want to say almost a year later or no no yeah so until until school? like until like uh what, when do we graduate high school? What what month of the year do we? Is it like June? Yeah, June, okay, June. I didn't start working until uh, the end of February, and I didn't work for that for those months because I I tell myself I was like, why am I gonna go get a nine to five when I can be investing this time in my YouTube video and my you know yeah. the thing that I want to do for a living, but in reality it's like. How the heck are you gonna get there if you don't have a backup plan? You don't have a, you don't have a job to get yeah. you the material that you need. And I literally struggled with that for who knows how many months that is. But yeah, you gotta take it step by step. Yeah, no, for sure, step by step. Because I was I started working in my sophomore year, so I've pretty much been working straight since I until I was since I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean. It did come with benefits. I mean, it helped me get all my studio stuff. Obviously, like that took about two years over time to like build it up to what I have now. Because, like he was saying, I started out with just a laptop, and I mean, it was a good mic for at the time, but it wasn't like a recording mic. Yeah, it was more of like a mic for like YouTube videos and stuff. But I mean, everyone starts somewhere, and just seeing the progress that you make in this time i feel like that could just be motivation too yeah and focused on yourself don't look at what other people are doing or oh look that guy's gone that far no focus on what you're doing because by doing that you're going to get distracted you're going to get unmotivated yeah no for real um i'd always be looking at you know other producers or other things and be like how the hell is this happening to him and blah 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 like i'm working hard but at your story whatever's going to happen to you it's it takes time. It's not going to happen at the same pace. Every, every, everyone has a different timeline. Um, true, very true. What's one of the, like, what's one of the things that you really like about being a producer and making beats? Like, what, like, something fun that comes out of it? Um, I mean, the best thing that comes out of it is, I mean, when you make a beat that everyone likes. I mean, yeah. to see everyone's yeah. energy, like, Everyone can feel your energy. I mean, obviously, not every beat I make is going to be a fucking beat. Like anything, there's a lot of trial and error, and it's going to be failures in there. But the best thing that comes out of it is when you do make that, like, really good beat. And everyone can feel how you're feeling, like Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier, because music, you're projecting a lot of how you're feeling inside, whether you're writing lyrics or making a beat, playing a guitar, or piano. Um, but watching that all unfold too, like from a small idea into a complete big idea, because mm-hmm. like for Feel This Way, I made that beat one night and I did not think of like anything of it. Like I didn't think, I thought it was just going to be another beat. And then he took it, hopped on it. And then I took it to the next level and turned it into a cool live performance. And, like, it was crazy because I would never would have thought, like, any of that would have came from such a small idea. What, what beat was that again? Which How did that song go? Was 
with oh, oh okay okay, okay. Yeah, yeah 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 they done it is that song out no that's no it's not out I've been uh I've I've been prison for the time being this one just. I like when the beat drops. Yeah. We added a live bass to it too. And, yeah, yeah. and some guitar. I just want to hear the beat drop. Yeah, so we we like to play that one live too. You played it. You played at the Jimi Hendrix Park, no? I've played it at. Oh, and you played it at the, at the shop too. At the, yeah, at the shop. I feel like I've played it at a lot of places at this point. That was the first time I got to see it live was at the shop, and then I got to see it the band releasing it. At, at first, when when I heard it live, well, I, I think that was the first time I heard it. I didn't really like it, but then I started listening to it again. And again, then I started liking it, just like that beat that you made with that one guy. Um, that one song. Uh, the one that I told you my mom told me about. Which one? That you made with that one. Uh, the guy, El Hijo del Pastor, supposedly. But then you told me it wasn't. It was just... Oh, the one, the one, uh, the guy that sounds like Dominican, right? He sounds like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a pastor's son. Asian's a pastor's son. Then, wait, who is? Asian. He's a pastor's son? Yeah, yeah. Really? I didn't know. He used to play for, uh, he used to play worship. That's why it was easy connecting with all the musicians because oh, everybody who's played with me. Is that how uh, Edgar and him met or what? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Everybody who I played with live is all played for worship, so it's easy to connect with them. What's one of, what's one thing you'd tell like anyone that wants to become a producer? That it's not gonna happen overnight and it's not gonna be easy. Like there's a lot of learning because like the first time I ever opened up a music program or anything, I had no idea what the hell was going on. It just looked like a spaceship with a million buttons, and that could scare people away. I feel like, but. It's just like anything, the more you practice, the more you do it every day, the more it becomes like second nature to you. Because mm -hmm. like, yeah, my first beat I ever made is horrible. It's not like what I'm making now. It was, it was the worst beat ever. I wouldn't play for anyone. I mean, have you heard my first song? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't record it that far from here, is it? Doesn't the guy live here? Yeah, the guy lives like a couple... Oh, he lives up this road too? Yeah. Alright, we were always saying that we need to go with that up. Love, yeah. love, 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 love. Love melody, right? That's what it is. Yeah, love melody it is. <laughs> but everyone's got to start somewhere, right? It's true. It's about the process. The process can be frustrating sometimes. And really frustrating. Oh, it's a frustrating process for sure. Um, besides uh, switching topics, besides uh, making beats, what, what, what other things do you like doing? I mean, I work a lot, but, I mean, I guess it kind of goes down as, like, my meditation. I like to go to the gym, like, 
I feel like it's a really good stress relief for me. Because, yeah. um, I mean, music relieves stress for me as well, but... To an extent. Though. Yeah, to an extent. It only goes so far. And like I said, I played sports my whole life, so it kind of brings back that feeling a little bit. Um, since I don't play anymore. But I feel like it also helps can help me motivate like for music too. Like when you're active, it just makes you feel better in general mm-hmm. as a person. I've like, been I've been told that exercising helps a lot with anxiety, with everything really. It just sparks up your creativity levels too. Yeah. I mean it's it, it sets how to stay active. That's 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 the only reason why this year I'm, I'm really pushing to do that because like that's what I mean. Because ever since I gained a little bit of weight, now it's like I started going through all these different like weird like mind battles and excite like and anxiety levels. Because I used to be pretty active. I played basketball just about like every day, you know. Yeah, I remember you telling me to do at the wild. Um, yeah. So I feel like once I stopped doing all of that, now it's just like, I mean, besides all the other stuff that I'm dealing with with like labels, I definitely feel like it's a big part of why I even start going through all the battles, being able to get active again. Yeah, no, because I don't, I don't like to be cooped up too, too long, like, so sometimes doing long days, like, making beats, um, I'll feel like I just want to get outside or something, or, and live in Washington. It rains most of the year, even on the most random times, so I feel like that really helps me, um, relieve a lot of stress from music and also work, um, when I'm super stressed out for work, I usually like to go like right after, mm-hmm. just release it all in a healthy way versus you know going to drink or yeah. sit at the bar. What's your favorite? Uh, I guess you can say exercise or whatever. My bench pressing or it's actually a back day. It's all the back workouts. Back day for real? Back day, yeah. Back day is probably my favorite. Chest. <laughs> I mean, chest is all right. But I'm not, like, a super crazy, like, I want to bench press all the time. Which one's, like, your best, like, the best one that you're good at? Like, my strongest? Yeah. My back or my legs, probably. What about cleans? Do you do cleans? No, Gary, man. Well, <laughs> I can just... That, that, out of I, anything, that's, like, my favorite. I'm, I feel like I'm going to, like, kill myself trying to do... I, I used to. I remember when I was... snatch it? <laughs> yeah, when I, was in, when I was in high school... Uh, I took body conditioning all my four years because uh, I was scrawny. I still am scrawny, but anyway. No, I think I just they just selected that uh, that class for me. They're like, this guy needs it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at first, when I when I was when I started doing cleans, when the teacher was teaching us, I could only do. I think it was like forty-five. It was like wait, it was the bars forty-five, and then yeah, twenty-five on each. So what, yeah, and everybody else was doing like uh, one one thirty five. I was like, "What the hell? This is your formation." But then I started getting into it, and I I beat. Well, I didn't beat everybody, but I was one of the top like people that had the best formation. And that and I'm super good at running for long distance. Yeah, long distance. I like to run too. That's like when I broke my foot, it sucked not being able to run. I just started being able to run like probably two months ago. Yeah. And I, I didn't even know I I liked like I'd look at people and say why the heck would you run for fun? But when I was getting into the union, uh, they'd make us uh there was a program that they'd make you work out exactly like we'd go it's at six you have to be in the fields and we'd run a 
run a lap and then do exercises. Then we had to run a mile to end it. But I got to a point where I was like, damn, like I can actually run. Like I was beating everybody. Every and then at the end of the day, people came up to me like, do you play any sports? Mm-hmm. The first thing they asked me, they're like, do you play soccer, dude? Everyone asked well, me. I, I'm like, I literally. I, it had been probably like two years since I had worked out or gone to the gym, but I realized I'm super good at running. Everybody would finish the, the mile, and I'd be on my second mile. No way. Yeah. Not to brag. But. There's a school in everywhere, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like um, it's just good for your mental, like, to work work at something and then you see yourself improve. It can also make you think, okay, well, if I can improve in this, like... Why can't I improve in other things if I work at it, like music or whatever you're doing, YouTube videos, making music, writing lyrics, YouTube videos, ah, hella YouTube videos. Yeah. What were, were you gonna say something? Have you ever posted one yet or no? I just said it. Posted one yesterday. A blog or a blog. But it was it was it was eh. I look back at it, dude, and the one error that I did right right off the bat is I didn't freaking review the ed the whole clip, and I just posted it. I was like, oh, I'm done. But I freaking I my wife was watching it. She's like, why'd you put this twice? It was like a scene, and I put it twice and like the same. Uh, I was like, damn, whatever. Well, you but learn it, from your mistakes. Yeah. Um. It, it it's like it's very awkward. Well, no, it's not awkward. But <laughs> I I was vlogging myself since it was the first time. I was like, I'm not gonna make this long, but it ended up being like a three minute scene of me just talking of why I wanted to do it. Do well, that's, <laughs> that's a good introduction. Yeah, but then it literally went to me going to Fred Meyer's, getting envelopes, coming back, writing on them, and then I think I ended the vlog. And I was going to post the, when I think it was, was it New Year's Eve or New Year's when Whoa. we were at the house? Why don't you post the freaking snow day? Because it was all like all over the place. I didn't have any. That's where you can edit stuff. Like when Adrian, No, dude, it, it was bad. I, like when Adrian's like throwing up his gang signs. Yeah, you were no, like, it was bad. And the well, reason like, what is, is because, that? He's like, I have arthritis. <laughs> and also because no one has filters and they just freaking say whatever they have the majority of the things i'd have to cut or just bleep you gotta bleep everything out that's what makes it funny though i guess yeah just start doing more vlogs like posting them yeah i I, i'm trying to do daily vlogs but i know that's not gonna happen so i'm just trying to post at least like four in a week and go off that because i like that's my goal to become a youtuber it's been my happen. You just gotta work at it. Yeah. See, th- this guy started posting YouTube. You started posting YouTube videos. When was it? Exactly a year ago now. Today. Yeah. So he knows the struggle. He let me up. He's like, <laughs> he's mean, like, he's, not, he's like, bro, it doesn't make sense. He's like, this video's got 13k. This one's got 4k. All my new ones got the hundreds. He just says this is literally what I tell him always. Like, bro, it's it's a process, man. <laughs> yeah, the highs and lows and everything. Like, yeah, and. I guess the one thing about it is vlogging yourself or filming yourself at the store in front of everyone. Just kind of like uh, I'm not used to it yet. So hey, it's like, eh. hold up. <laughs> Rapping in front of people for me was also embarrassing. And it's just one too, but why bet once yeah, no, I no, no, find no. you just gotta freaking you just gotta do okay. it, bro. I don't know. All you gotta do is just do it. Also, when I got to perform in front of like three people at a beach. You think I wanted to do that, man? Dude, I showed up late. Like, I was <laughs> excited to go, and I was like, damn. Yeah, see? Those, those type of things, we just got to get over it. It right? was only three people. 
There's like three people there, yeah. yeah but look what you're at now. Yeah, exactly. Like now I get to like, you know. It's crazy. You literally sold out. Yeah. Wait, yeah, the, the show that yeah. you did at the barbershop. And then the one in Seattle too, we had over 500 people there. Damn, and then you also performed with uh, Carlos and Christian at that one for Mark Battles, right? Yeah, that was an interesting day. <laughs> no, we have a precise effect, but even yeah. like, when like, you go to a studio session and there's other people there, you're like, like scared, you're like, yeah, you just gotta go at it. So. I, yeah, I just can't wait till like, I'm like, fully out there, just like, eh, I don't forget. Doing crazy, yeah, yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I have a one? What do you mean? I'm, I'm literally just married. Just Oh yeah, you just gotta do it. You you yeah. never you're never really gonna be ready. You just gotta do what, it. What what are you like most excited about? Like like once you like make it, make it. Once I make, uh, I'm honestly excited for the journey before I make it. Oh nice. That's if nice. that makes That's sense. Nice. Yeah, like, that does. Yesterday I was on a phone call with Cristobal and I was just telling him like, before I signed to the label, I was, if not like, one or if not like, I was one of the most consistent artists out of Seattle. Like, I don't feel like there was anybody touching me in Cristobal. Like, we were just going crazy from so shows to so visual subject. We were going oh, okay. from, oh, yeah. From yeah, I'd see you guys. From shows to shows to just leaving Monroe to being out there to recording here, there, fucking music videos, pictures, all of this, just videos, music, music, music. We were just going crazy. Like, I don't think there was somebody, like, as consistent as we were. I, I could be wrong, but, like, nobody that I knew, right? Mm-hmm. And then to just out of a sudden sign in and just boom drop. I haven't dropped anything for like a year and two months now. That's crazy. But it's a learning process. Though, yeah. Right? So now we're, we were just talking yesterday and like I'm so excited for this year because like this year I really see like me and him have obviously already put in all the work. Now this is just about proving or kind of just executing. Yeah. If that makes sense. You can so, have the plan all written down, but it comes up to you yeah, like so, actually make doing the steps yeah so this year it's all about really just executing everything and hopefully by the end of this this year one of my biggest goals is having at least 40 grand in my bank account from just music like not even like sponsorships or anything else from just music shows and just merch and stuff that's like my biggest goal and i'm pretty sure that it's achievable because having 200 people at a show selling merch you know getting paid to go perform for 30 minutes you know like yeah, because this year, I mean, this past year, I did make a lot of money, but I made a lot of money for the label, like, just from shows and shit, you know, but it is what it is, I just gotta do it on my own now, and just stack it up. I feel like you were better, better just moving on your own, though. Oh, yeah. And I feel like this, uh, the industry is kind of switching to that, like it used to be. Where you had to get, you know, signed and get hooked yeah. up with a label to make it. But nowadays, it seems like the labels are just kind of screwing you over. Not just yeah. all of them. And a lot, I feel like a lot more artists are becoming independent. Oh, um, yeah. Nowadays, it's more than normal. Because, like, as a producer, I don't think I would ever want to be on a label. I think I'd always be yeah. running my own No, because that's what I was saying. Like, you know, I always somehow pulled... Like, when I was in the pen, I somehow always took like, every money for studio time, money for this, for that, for that. Like, I always had it for that, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, to be dropping 500 on each video. Shout out to Cristobal. He did um, these photo for free because he just wanted to record the video to, like, the song. And it came out. Yeah. Elegant. It was dope, yeah. But yeah. besides the point, like, I was going to weekly sessions every Thursday, going to studio, so, to studio sessions, paying for beats, paying for cover art, paying for this, paying for that. 
And, like, it was easier with the label to do all that, but, like, nothing really came out of it. It was just sitting in a Dropbox folder, you know? So, like, I'll just get it on my own again. I feel like that that's just the best way to go. Just do it on your own because you don't have anyone behind you telling you what to do. And I feel like you learn the most when you do it on your own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're going to fail a lot. And you kind of have to get comfortable with failing, not in like a, a good way. Like, I'm okay with failing all the time, but the failings where you, to learn, learn, where you them, grow. Yeah. Where you grow. If, you don't, if you're not uh, failing, you're not... You're not trying. Yeah. Where do you want to be at this year with Beats? At the end of this year with Beats? Uh, like I said, I definitely want to post 160 this year, so three beats a week. But I, uh, the money this year isn't so important as in to growing my name and my YouTube channel. I would really like to see my YouTube channel break into the, the thousand subscriber range. Um, How many do you have right now? Uh, like almost 200. Okay. And, yeah, I, I just started posting last year. So, I mean, for first year, I think we did all right. I think I could have done a lot better if I didn't take those breaks. Well, that's pretty good, though. That's yeah, we had a couple beats. Do pretty pretty decent. And um, I, I did sell more beats than I thought I was going to um, last year. Because, like I said, it was my first year doing it. I, had it, I wasn't expecting too, too much. But I, I made a decent profit mm. off of selling them so I'd, I also want to see sales go up um, so I can stop working my normal job so five, much yeah that like yeah that job's killing me yeah dude that's that's one of my goals thanks thank you guys for asking um, <laughs> uh, well I guess and I said it in my vlog my goal is to get out of my nine to five this year which is it's a freaking it's an extreme goal and it's pretty freaking crazy you know to start doing YouTube full time by the end doable, of this. Though. By the end of this year, but I tell myself it's like I, I, I know Dude. if I put my head like if I put everything into it, like I know I'm gonna make it happen, and Bro. I and I tell myself I'm gonna make it happen. You should watch the the interview that Mr. Beast did. He did an interview I forgot with who? With, with Impulsive? Logan know. Logan Paul? No, no, it was another. It was like a one hour, like thirty minute um, podcast, and I watched it all gives a lot he gives free game he's literally giving free game to people you know Dude, people Mr. try Beast to is freaking, you know people try to charge for like all these courses he literally tells you like this i say is like you you have to eat breathe yes. you gotta like breathe it in and, and, he's and like, he did that yeah he's he like, did you, <laughs> <laughs> he's like you gotta really live this life like if you want to do it like you gotta live this life like literally and that's how i saw rap two years ago too i was like, like i really want to do this i was like all right bet just literally lived and breathed it. Every second of my time, it was music, making music with this guy, doing music alone, doing something. And if I wasn't making music, I was planning out what I wanted to do next. It's kind of just like that that consistency right there. Like, because even if you're not doing stuff like posting vlogs or whatever, because like you said, the mind's a tricky thing. If you like, you're planning stuff out, you still feel like you're doing something. So I would read books. Like, I'm just always doing something. Really, just breathe it. Just breathe it all in. Yeah, I feel like I really have to work on uh, staying away from my phone when it comes to that. Because, dude, I get... When I'm on the toilet, dude, I'm in there for, like, 40 minutes just on my phone. Going through your whole YouTube page, your Instagram feed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It's really bad, actually. I know. But, yeah, I, 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 can, I cannot wait till... You know what? Like, I, I know I'm going to do it. Like, I, I'm... I don't see myself working in there in that nine to five job. 
Well, it's the biggest thing. If, if you don't believe in yourself, then no one else yeah. is going to. So it always hurts. You're already almost there. You already believe in yourself, which is a big step a lot of people don't do. Yeah, yeah a lot of people don't believe that mm, they can do it. Yeah, and like I said, like your mind, like because just the other day I didn't, I didn't upload. It's like damn, but I'm trying to keep it going. Oh, you definitely need to schedule things out too. Yeah, having a schedule when it comes to posting and shit, and then if you don't do it, you feel like ass. So then you're like, okay, I definitely don't want to feel like this again. And I, and I just, I just can't wait till I'm like, cause, well, just finish what I was gonna say. I can't wait till like I'm out of my job and I can actually like. Provide for my family, do full time. It's not only gonna help me; it's gonna find, and it's gonna help my whole entire family, my friends, like anyone. I'm gonna bring anyone I can up with me. Like there's not, I don't, you know. That's the mindset. And it's cool how I have you, my brother, like as a rapper. Like if if he doesn't get, I mean, people can watch my video. They hear his music. They're gonna. You know they're gonna go listen to it, and they hear your beats. They're gonna listen to cross beats, promotion. You know? Yeah, it's cross promotion. Is that what it's called? Cross promotion. Cross promotion. That's basically how I even came up. I I guess that's how. Yeah, that's that's yeah, how you. That's, that's, that's what, what I told him. My like my life changed when I started showing up to like other shows and just freestyle yeah, battles. Being a part being, of the industry, being a person. part of the scene. Yeah, yeah. You need to start going to shows too, and just vlogging shows, and then just posting. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Well, yeah, now that I'm doing, uh, well, I'm trying to do daily vlogs. Uh, That'll be a big thing for you. Whatever it is, the what, who are uh, who inspires you? Like producers. Yeah, or like any, well, yeah, like. Like well, okay. So my favorite producers would probably be um, Kanye West, Fire, Jay Dilla, Jay Dilla, Timberland. I was gonna be a little upset if you didn't say Jay no, Dilla. No, of course I would say Jay Dilla. No, yeah, Timberland and Scott Storch. Those are probably, like, my four, like, biggest producing mm-hmm. idols. Because I remember one day, um, when I first started getting into producing, I saw, I didn't even really know who Scott Storch was at the time. I knew he, like, made hits and stuff and some songs he did. But I saw this Instagram video of him, like, going crazy the on keys. the keys or something, producing with just all these big artists. And I was like, that looks dope. I'm like, that's something I think I would want to do. I'm like... Yo, you know he went through a crazy... He went through, like, a crazy coke phase? Yeah, no, he was, like, he like lost he, all his money and yeah, everything. Yeah, he hit rock bottom, lost all his money, like, he just went crazy, and then he picked himself back, back up, and now he's, like... He's back on top. Back on top, yeah. Yeah, but those, those will probably be my four biggest, like, producing inspirations. And then, obviously, just, like... Listening to all the music I've listened to throughout my life. My mom really got me into the, like hip hop. Mm-hmm. She was the one who got me into that when I was little. When I was in like fourth, fourth or third grade is when I like really started listening to it. That's when I got into like like Fifty Cent, and then it was Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg, Tupac, Notorious, and it kind of just sparked it all. So I definitely think like. She has a lot to do with some of the taste of music I have, because she showed it all to me. Because, um, I don't know, my parents are both a little different. My mom listens to more my style of music, my dad listens to his, like, more rock and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I always just was attracted more to, like, the hip-hop and, like, the old-school hip-hop stuff, not yeah. so much, like, the new school. 
I feel like I can listen to uh, any any type of music besides country. Uh, no, actually, there's actually country worship music. Girl, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear the worship part. I didn't hear the worship part. There's country worship music that uh, that's probably the only country <laughs> country music that I've listened to. I didn't hear worship, yo. Yeah, well, where we live, country is very. Yeah. Well, what about you, Brandon? Who inspires you? Or should I say, Jennifer? What do you want me to call you? Who inspires me? Um, Your little brother. It, it varies. I mean, I get inspired by obviously musicians. Like, I grew up listening to Nico C. He's definitely one of the biggest inspirations just because of his story. Fell into drugs many times. Went through a lot of. We went through a lot of label issues too, management issues. But I mean, besides the artists and like just um, the the creative standpoint, I feel like a lot of my friends inspired me. Like this guy, like when I'm not feeling like writing, he's like whipping up beats. I'm like, I, I can't stay behind. And like Carlos and them when they're recording hella music, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna stay behind. You know, like we already started this. Like there's no there's no means of stopping now because everybody kind of just pushes each other. You know, it's just like you like you start a podcast, you might be inspired by us. We might be inspired by you guys, so it's just it's it's good to have a good team. So you guys just inspire each other, which is one of I feel like that's a major key in this thing too. You can't do it alone. Obviously, a lot of people want to say they do it alone, but no, you're not really doing it alone because you got a good crew behind you. You got people who inspire you. So at the end of the day, you know, just having a good crew is what inspires me a lot. Yeah, it's very very nice that we have the people we have. It's. It's great that we have the team we have and the people we have. And I, I forget who I told. Oh, I was when I was doing the podcast with Marcos, I was telling him how it's crazy how in high school we was we had a bigger friend group you can say, but when things happened, like whatever happened, like he stopped talking to those people and he focused. He started focusing himself on music. His friends started focusing themselves on music, and all together they like. Came back together and stuff. Not the not the people that I said they they stopped talking to, but yeah, those I think is like you sacrifice people and then yeah, you have to. There was people who were sacrificed because obviously whether we knew it or not, they were looking holding us back from doing what we wanted to do. Yes, yeah. and as soon as we lost those people, it's like boom. You have to watch out who who you're hanging out with, who you're calling your friend. That's one of the that's very important. I I think. No, it is important. The people you surround yourself with yeah. can predict your whole life. Yourself yeah, I've people. heard, like, tell me who you're hanging around with and I'll tell you where you're going to end up. Mm-hmm. No, you hang, in, hang out with people that don't think big or they don't have the dreams you do. You're probably not going to succeed and excel in no, yeah. the dreams you it's, want. Because it goes like this too, like, if you're hanging around people who don't see the vision you do and you try to talk to them they're, about they're, your goals, it just seems it, like it's you're not fucking possible. showing off. Like, yeah. if you try to talk to Small-minded people. Exactly. It's just like, exactly. and then you try to tell them your goals. They literally look at you like you're showing off. Like I'm not showing off, bro. It's just what I want to do. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the homies will support you. Will be like, hell yeah, bro. You, you brother, go <laughs> go get her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go get her done. Um. What's uh? What's one of the most things you appreciate in life? Having my mom, my dad, and my sister, for sure. Yeah. I've definitely, some of them have had some health problems in the 
passed and everything, and I'm just grateful that I still get to have him. I mean, my parents split when I was really young, and I thought that was a bad thing, but I think it helped shape me into, like, who I am right now. Actually, why don't you talk a little bit about that if it's not too, like, personal for you, like, just you had to go through when you were, like... Yeah, because I'm pretty pretty sure someone right now might be going through it, you know, and... Well, yeah, when I was a kid, my parents fought, like, crazy bad, like, it wasn't just a normal, like, yelling fight, you know, cops being called by Mm -hmm. me having to stay with, I had to stay with my grandma for, like, I had to stay with two of my friends for a year, I was really just kind of bouncing from place to place, and, um, yeah, when my parents split, I was with my mom and my sister, but they could never really afford to, like, have have me or have me around, so I, I kind of left and went back with my dad, um, and my dad works and travels a lot for work, so it left me alone a lot, you know, to figure out mm-hmm. stuff. But that's also, like, where I found music. Like, if I didn't have any of that stuff happen, I don't think I would be doing music because ultimately I started doing music because I was alone at the time. And it's something that I sparked interest in through, like, being by myself. And I think that's... I mean, it's hard to be by yourself, but when you're by yourself, you find out more stuff about you. Yeah. And stuff you like or stuff you want to do. So like I said, if you would have told me I would be making music when I was younger, I would have been like, you're fucking crack. Like, <laughs> like that, that ain't me. That ain't me at all. But, you know, things change. Um, your past really molds your, molds your future. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely the word I was probably looking for. Um, it just makes you who you are. Um, we all go through different battles. We all have different struggles. Everyone's going through some sort of crazy crap. Um, but it does build you up at the no. end of the day. It always does. Yeah. No matter what you go through. Yeah, that's one buckle up. <laughs> someone, uh, what, what I've heard is that someone, no matter how bad you have it, there's someone out there that has it worse than you. Well, oh, there's always someone that has it way worse. Mm-hmm. It, I, I wonder who's the one that has it. Oh, no, I guess that's not a good question to ask. Who has it the worst? Like, like where does this stop? Yeah. No, no, everyone's going going through stuff. and I mean, the YouTube, you can either let all that stuff bring you down or put you down, or, or you use can use it, it as motivation. Use it or, as fuel, yeah. Which, it's easier said than done, obviously. It's really easy to let... It sucked you down into that hole. Literally, because sometimes I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, people say that I'm supposed to make music when I'm all depressed. How could I even do that? And the depression's just there, like, just kind of like, you're just like, I don't knock you out, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, it's all a mindset. Just got to get over it. Just get over it. Because it's easier said than done. But yeah, it really is how it is. Just get over it. Uh, and no, like, well, yeah. Um, well, one of the things that I said at, uh, at the end of my blog, which is why I want to start blogging, why I want to do this, is to inspire people to keep going. And I guess, oh, what do you, well, how would you say it? My motto that I live by, yeah. right, is uh, to become an arrow, 
because the further that you pull that arrow back, the only thing it's doing, I mean, the further you pull it back, it's going to launch you further. Yeah. So that's what I was telling, uh, that's what I was saying in my blog to become an arrow. Like, no matter who, no matter who or what's uh, pulling you back, well, as soon as they let you go, they're only going to launch you further. So that's one way you guys can look at life, too. Yeah. You're supposed to lose people. I mean, it sucks to lose people, but... Yeah. That's life. I mean, that's always how it's going to be. Life's not always fair, but... It's going to be worth that then. It always will be worth it at the end. It's just hard to see that sometimes, especially on those on those bad days. It'll be really hard to see. Well, that's why it's good to have a good team behind you, too. They can teach yeah. you all this stuff. Yeah. It's, I mean, he's motivated me tons of times when I'm like, I'm working so hard on this music, I just want to quit. Like, everyone goes through that, like, where you feel down and you just want to quit like mm-hmm. that's like not abnormal it's normal to want to quit but it's about getting back up and keep trying again and again and again and again and again and you get again. it right yeah and again and again and again and again and again you guys should make a song called that you should make a song and you should make the beat and it should call be called again and again and again again and again again and again and again Interesting stuff, my guy. Interesting yeah. stuff. What's something that you're... Wow, what are you watching right now on Netflix? Like, what are your favorite shows? <laughs> Besides so, Shameless. We were watching Shameless. <laughs> Some uh, interesting scenes were on when you came in. No, uh, that's actually the first show I've watched since All American. All American. All American was a dope ass show. Wait, what? Yeah, what? I did, right? I yeah, you what's, what's that show about? Everything. Oh, about, I guess. It's about <laughs> college football, high school football, drugs, drama, gang violence, gang everything. Violence, everything. Everything on no, that show. show. Yeah. So I've been waiting for, what, is it season four to come out? Yeah. I don't know. I definitely binge watched that show, though, too. No, I know. I watched it all in three days. Yeah, it's a really good show. I, I remember when I was in high school, I would... I would not go to school to uh, watch, finish the season of uh, Stranger Things. I'd literally stay oh, home watching watch it. it. Literally, that show was alright. And you and oh, you messed yeah. me. You messed me up with uh, with staying home or skipping school. Because my parents freaking uh, when he would skip school. Wait, what would he do that they emailed my parents? Oh, you you made a, a fake account, didn't you? Yeah, I made a fake account and I just emailed them. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, dude, yeah, when it was, when I worked, uh, it was my first job ever when I worked at Five Guys, um, these two people that were dating, they were like, probably, I would, I would say like three years, they were 18 and 19 at the time, or 18 and 20, I would always have them call and pretend <laughs> to be my parents, <laughs> and be like, can you let TJ out of school, and then one day, they got me. Oh, because my actual parents came to the school and they were like, "He's not here." Oh, <laughs> and I was, I was at home or with my friends, and they were like, "But you called and let him out." And my mom was like, "No, I didn't." Damn. I was busted. She was like, "Where the fuck are you right now?" <laughs> She's like, "Better answer your damn phone." Damn, how old you were in high school? Right? Yeah, I was damn. in. I was like a sophomore or junior when that happened. I feel like when all that stuff happened to me was when I was in middle school and I think you were in it no no you were a freshman and that uh oh, yeah I don't think I went to school with you ever yeah you did no you were in eighth grade at Park Place and I was in sixth oh yeah 
We want to map together. She she always would catch me and she'd tell me next time you I I catch you leaving not much you're not gonna be able to drive your car to school. Yeah, she'd she'd see me the next day, she'd never do anything. And I guess it just depends on how you treat them. <laughs> uh, then we caught us so much skipping at the end of the day when she'd see us. She'd be like, well, I'm not going to stop you guys, am I? We're like, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. We, Me and Jesse skipped. What was it? it was our last period. Um, and our, our classroom was kind of by the buses. I had a, what's his name? He taught, like, computer. Oh, Otini? No. <laughs> no. Dude, he was crazy. He was another guy. He always looked like he was drunk. He was dope, though. He was tall, bald. Giles. No. It had to be Giles. Tall, bald with the glasses. No, always wear no. like a weird suit kind of. Not a weird suit. No, but... he taught something on computer though. We just go in his classroom, and just play some game. Nah, I don't know. Either yeah. way, he was he was a dope dude. But anyways, one day me and Jesse decided to leave, and we were running from I forgot what it was. I think it was the deacon chase like after us, or he was walking after us, and we like jumped over the fence right there by the buses and just fucked it through the houses. Through the houses, yeah. yeah. And then I, I did that once. And then when we came back the next day, I guess the whole classroom, <laughs> like the teacher told them, look at these guys. <laughs> they just saw us like just jumping over the fences. That, that was pretty funny. That's funny. But yeah, I, dude, I, did, I would just, after a while though, I would just skip, just go home. I don't even do anything. I'd just skip and just go home. And just, literally just go home. I, I swear, I, I'm a different guy now. I'm not like this anymore. But in middle school, there's a, there's a basketball game. And I took a, I took I took a dump in the we, bathroom. No, no, no. It was it was it was a concert. It no, was... no, 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 no. You weren't there. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. When my friend, dude, there was a concert, and me and it was me, Oscar. It was a no, school no, concert. no, no. That's a different one. That's Wait. a different one. Oh, no, I didn't. I told I told the principal, the vice principal, because who who's the one that pulled the fire alarm? It was it was you. <laughs> you was pulled the you. fire alarm and. They saw everybody running out. <laughs> See me? No, no, they saw everybody but me. Yeah, which is weird. I was okay. Like, and 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 um, uh, I guess I th- I think the vice principal saw me. Oh no no yeah they saw us all run out. The next day I get called. I was bathroom. No, you weren't. No, was it was a basketball game. I, I remember. In, I was in the bathroom with you, but I definitely remember it stinking it, up the whole place. Okay, but that was a different day then. So you pooped twice? No, <laughs> no, no, no. You're dumb. Okay, so it's like the first time you've ever used the bathroom at the school or something. No, like, or no, no. You go on the floor or something. <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right on the floor. That day, uh, uh, you pulled the fire alarm. They called me in. They're like. Why did you guys run? And I told them, I was like, oh, because I was in the bathroom. I was taking a poop and I got scared, pulled up my pants and I ran. That's what I told them. <laughs> and then you were like, some flew out on the way. <laughs> no, but the, the, the other time was, there was a basketball game and, you know, freaking middle schooler. I think I was in sixth grade. I go into the bathroom and I was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to try something a little different. I took a poop in the middle of the bathroom. And it would literally, the smell literally went out to the bleachers. It smelled so bad. And some guy walked in, stepped on it, and was walking out. He's like, what the heck? What is that? And he had poop on his freaking. He's tracking it all over the school. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was bad. That was a bad. Oh, we all did funny things in high school. <laughs> no, in high school. One of the funniest things that I did in high school 
Um, I tell this to everybody. Um, you sound like a grandpa. I'll tell this to everybody. Anyway, no, it's, it's so free. It, it's really funny. Um, so we were at lunch, me and Elvis. It would, we were bored. We weren't doing anything like dumb, you know, like anyway, but we were bored. So we went into the bathroom and uh, you know how you can take the mirror off the wall? I took the mirror off the wall and I put it inside the stall where the <laughs> toilet was. So the first thing that you would see when you open the door is yourself. So then I was like, no, that's not funny. So I grabbed it and then you know how there's two stalls? I put it in be- like at the, in the top. Of the, so you could see each other. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of, weird. kind of. But I put it at the at the top of where the urinals were and the other stall at the very top. And I just put it to just, you know, to mess around. And all of a sudden, my friend burst out laughing and he walked out. And I said, like, what the heck is this guy laughing at? Dude, I look up. There's a guy in the next stall covering himself. <laughs> going like that, dude. It was, it was super funny. Just gave that guy Paris for life. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they're all looking at me. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's that's gonna be it for today for this podcast. Um, uh, well, yeah. Um, you can follow. Uh, we'll tell them where they can follow you. Well, you can follow me on Instagram at produced by Truen, and then you can follow me on YouTube. My YouTube channel is just straight Truman, T-R-E-W-I-N. Should be the first thing that pops up when you search that. You can find me on Nintendo Switch Online if you're trying <laughs> to catch a, catch a nail. You can find me on MySpace on the little tank, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you can find me on Spotify, everything. Instagram under Youngbreed, Y-U-N-G-B-R-E-E, the one and only. <laughs> Okay. And well, oh, yeah, you can find me at Adriel Huerta on Instagram and on YouTube just as Adriel. Um, I will be posting, uh, I'm gonna try to do daily vlogs. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys like this uh, podcast and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, deuces. Now he's gonna get on my floor. <laughs> <laughs>